Blog Talk Radio. show. It's actually the second show we've done in April. We uh, we did one earlier, which was the, um, well, actually, technically, it was, the, that's not true, actually, at all. We've only done one show, and this is it. I'm thinking of March. My, how the time flies. Well, welcome. Hello. Uh, this is Rick Lupert calling. Actually, I'm not calling. I'm broadcasting. Are you receiving me? Every month we do an open reading. We invite you to call in. The number to call in is 646-716-7362. Call in with your poems. Your poem, I should say. We have no content or style restrictions, and we'd love to hear you read and hear what it is that you have to say. Ask you some questions about what it is that's going on in your poetry world. Maybe you've got a new book out. Maybe who knows what's going on in your world. But I'd, I'd love to hear about it. And I'd love for you to have the opportunity to share it with our audience. Over a thousand people listen to these shows every every month. That's pretty cool, I think. You should be one of the people reading your poems on the air so those thousand people can hear it. So a couple things going on in poetry land. First of all, happy National Poetry Month. Uh, it's going on for a few more days, April, National Poetry Month. Uh, what we're doing for National Poetry Month, as you may know, is we are publishing a poetry writing prompt every single day for the entire month of April. Uh, uh, yesterday's prompt was from James Palacio. Uh, today's prompt is from, uh, excuse me, uh, just calling it up here so I get it right. Today's prompt is from Ruth Hill. And every single day we've posted a prompt on our website. You can see it in the upper right-hand corner of the Poetry, right ha- uh, Poetry Subscriber website. Uh, the name of who, who it is, click on it. You'll see the full prompt and a link to their website if, in fact, they uh, have one. And we invite you to read those prompts and use them as an opportunity to write a poem if you'd like. Many people are participating in Napo Raimo National Poetry Writing Month, uh, in which uh, people are attempting to write a poem every single day. So maybe you need an idea for a poem um, or a prompt to get you started on a particular day, and here's a source for them every single day. Uh, then if, in fact, you do write something based on one of the prompts that we've published and you're so inclined, we invite you to post that poem to our Facebook page as a comment on that particular or to that particular prompt because we're also posting the poetry writing prompts on our Facebook page. So that's cool, right? We've got a lot of very cool prompts uh, uh, today, or not today, but all month. And uh, and you should write poems. You should write poems for them. What else can I tell you? Um, also, we just published yesterday, as our uh, latest issue of Poetry Superhighway, our annual Yom HaShoah, Holocaust Remembrance Day issue. Uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day, which in Hebrew is Yom HaShoah, Day of the Holocaust, begins tonight at sunset. Perhaps for some of you, 
In other parts of the world, it's already began. And it's a day, an annual day, where we pay particular attention to, to that attempted genocide. And we, every single year on the Poetry Superhighway, publish a special issue of our uh, weekly Poets of the Week series uh, in which we commemorate the Holocaust. And we kind of suspend our normal editorial guidelines um, where we normally just publish two poets every week uh, and publish um, almost as many poets as submit work. Uh, not every single poem, but a lot of them get up. And this year we have 48 different poets online from literally all over the world who are commemorating and remembering the Holocaust through their own poems, their own unique uh, lens. Uh, some of them are persona pieces, um, as if they're actually experiencing it. Some are, some are, you know, in the voices of survivors. Some are uh, <clears throat> responding just to the, the concept of the Holocaust. Uh, there's a little bit of humor as well, um, which is always an interesting and refreshing way of, way to deal with with any topic. So I encourage you to to check it out. Go to our website. It's the top post our 16th annual Yom HaShoah edition of Poetry Superhighway. Yeah, we've done this every year for, for 16 years. It's, it's a lot of work, um, but we think it's an important thing to do, and we, we hope that you'll, you'll check it out. All right, well, that's everything I have to tell you. Uh, time to get to our calls. Our, uh, again, the number to call in if you'd like to share a poem is area code 646-716-7362. We're broadcasting... Uh, for the next uh, 55 minutes. So call in. Better to call in early. If you're thinking of calling in, better to get on hold now because we, we tend to be kind of rushed towards the end and we sometimes don't get to everyone. So please do call in. Um, our first caller is from the 323 area code. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Who's this? This is Charlie Zero. Hey, Charlie. Where are, are you, you calling from? Long time. I'm calling from what I like to call Hollywood Babylon. Hollywood Babylon. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it's been a while since um, I called on your show. It has. Well, welcome back. I'm glad you glad you got to call in today. Yes, yes. Do you have um, a phone for us? Yes, I do. And uh, I've never read this before anywhere. Um, so I'm going to read it to you on your, on your, uh, uh, show. And, uh, this one's titled, uh, oh, before I tell you what, uh, before I read, um, this was, um, written, on. Um, I wrote this recently and it was uh, about the struggles that I went through, um, dealing with, um, uh, the torment and, humiliation, and um, um, I'm a victim, uh, um, I was a victim of bullying throughout my whole entire life, and uh, this poem is dealing with the whole, um, kind of the, the past, I'm throwing it away, it's, it's, a, it's a fight between my present and the past that I finally should let go uh, for good, get rid of it. I, I don't want to have to come and reminisce and deal with all the pain and the suffering that I went through in real life. And this one's titled Fragments of a Dead Digital Poet. Rotting myself away, 
I can see my own reflection drowning in the fading hyperspace cosmogonic. Yesterday's past of me drifted toward the edge of a burning memory. I remember a long time ago how alone I felt living in a catacomb air, isolated, falling apart, and disheveled. I never wanted to fit into your world because you aren't real. Everything about you was a complete fabrication. Misery, void, my weeping road sings to me a suicidal blue. Reality is absurd, meaningless, unrefined. A morbid specter whose manifestation disguised itself within me, creating lies so deep I start to watch myself hurt beyond despair. Drugs, 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 and the company of pain we numb. Disintegrate my past pages. How much longer could I hold on to sorrow? Let all my scars pull me down to the bottomless pit? I feel like I'm slipping away. Don't know if I should lose or win the fight. But I am not giving up this moment to take aim and seek victory. Challenging the demons who have taken refuge in my head. For what it's worth, I've come a long way to be the angry man who was at the verge of self-destruction, counting down to my final expiration date. Now I am the poet, not death, but the dying tribulation of a one man's last shadowy breath. End. That's great, Charlie. Nice job. Um, it's It's cool to be able to take tough situations that you've experienced and turn them into art. There's a uh, um, there's a, there's this old concept. It, it sort of comes from, I, I suppose anyone has done it, but I, I know it from the Jewish community. In the old country, in Eastern Europe and Russia, the uh, persecuted Jews who used to live in these small little towns and shtetls would take the melodies, the songs of the oppressive, you know, czar's army, and they would turn them into prayers and holy melodies and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's kind of cool to take the war songs of your enemies and turn them into your own holy, you know, melodies. Or in your case, to take, you know, the oppression that you've you you experienced, the bullying, and to turn it into into art. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That 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 that's actually what I was um using it because um I got sick and tired of like yeah being uh pretty awful uh and kind of looking back and I say no I got to write something that I could use into art and create it into uh, a reality that I know I could get away from it and not never having to kind of bring it up again over and over I don't want to do that anymore so I want to let it go finally and and I did with this one and yeah that was that was like you said that was pretty much what I was going for so cool <laughs> so um you live in uh, Hollywood Babylon you say yes yes California you are, but I call it how yes. Hollywood Babylon because that's what it is Indeed. Do you, do you go to any readings or anything you can tell us about? Uh, yes, I do. Um, I haven't gone to, I haven't gone to quite a lot in a while, but I, I do attend open mic readings here in California. Um, but lately there haven't been any, 
as of they haven't there hasn't been any uh, open mics, but um, next month they are pretty much going to be happening. So I will be attending that uh, those events. So. Cool. Well, you know, we you, you may know I host a reading every week in Canoga Park. It's not quite Hollywood Central, but uh, uh, you're more than welcome to come to that some Tuesday night and share something. Wait, Coenga Co- Park or Kanoa Park? Canoga Park on uh, on Sherman Way, just west. That that sounds very familiar. What 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 is your name again? Rick, Rick Lupert. Rick. I don't know. I don't know why uh, uh, your voice at a point sounded familiar. Like uh, this, this man named Frank. He hosts an open mic that's uh, like I'm literally like right across the street from uh, Universal Studios. That's why I thought this guy sounds very familiar. And I'm like, okay, yeah. but uh, my mistake. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That that uh, I'm gonna have to look that up. Um, for the most part, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Um, also, uh, just to be brief, um, I'm currently writing a book, uh, just so that if you are curious, um... Yeah, what's it about? Uh, well, I can't really give too specific, but I'm currently writing as of, as of last year, I was writing it, so it should be done at the end of this year. I'm not sure at this point whether if I'm going to release it as a chat book or as an independent, um, I'd have to consult with uh, one of my friends who has helped me. Um, he helped me release uh, my first chapbook, which was called Tampon Schizophrenics. Last year, well, actually, this year I released it, and um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna see what's gonna happen next year because uh, I got big plans for that. But uh, uh, basically, the book. Um, it's focused on uh, from kind of past to current situations from the past I mean from like 2001 all the way through now and all the absurdity that goes on in our everyday reality life um, people's um, obsession with technology and their phones and um, their obsession with culture itself. Uh, there's a lot of uh, misconception between uh, every color, every creed, and uh, um, a lot of religious corruption happening, even ho- um, Hollywood-wise. Uh, I mean, I've lived here all my life, and uh, I mean, everybody loves the whole glam and whatnot, but I, I see, I like to kind of see it in a, in a different light that I will expose a lot that I've uh, gathered in research of what um, I've experienced. And uh, like I said, I can't give anything away, but there's going to be a lot, a lot that I'm going to expose in this particular uh, poetry style. And um, yeah, so it's going to be really, really great. Something I've never done before. Or I, I don't think nobody's ever um, tackled uh, that certain style or genre. So yeah, it's going to be fun. That's so cool. So what, when did you say it's going to come out? Uh, it should come out at the beginning of next year. Uh, I say maybe February or March. It's very exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. 
that's it. That's it. Cool. And do you have a, a website or anything if people want to check you out or get hear more from you or anything like that? Yes. As a matter of fact, um, you can get in contact with me on uh, WordPress. I don't have a uh, Facebook. I I uh, refrain from ever doing social networking ever again. Um, but yeah, WordPress. My WordPress is Charlie Zero, which, which is Z E R O. Charlie Zero One. Like add you add the one, not the uh, the number, just the number one. Dot WordPress. Dot com, and you will find my. Uh, I haven't posted anything up yet. It's empty, but I'm going to start updating it pretty soon because I'm going to start um, releasing some of my work that I've been editing. I'm also an editor, so I've been kind of uh, experimenting around with my some from some of my old stuff to the current stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's kept, my work right now is kept top secret, but I'm going to release it pretty soon. So uh, I'm going to update my whole page and. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Very cool. Well, Charlie, thanks so much for calling in um, again. And just, you know, another invitation, the, the reading at the Cobalt happens almost every Tuesday at 9 o'clock. It's in Canoga Park, which is uh, on Sherman Way, just west of Topanga. And um, and it starts at 8 o'clock. So if you want to come down and read uh, in the open uh, open reading there, you're more than welcome. Cool. Well, well, what's the place called again? The Cobalt Cafe. Knoble Cafe? Cobalt Cafe in Canoga Park. Oh, Cobalt Cafe. Okay, okay. Cobalt Cafe. Yes, I have heard of it. I'll I'll look it up. Cobalt Cafe. If you go to the Poetry Superhighway website, there's a a link right on the front page in the right column to Cobalt Poets, and you can find out all the info there. Anyway, Charlie, thank really? you so much for calling and uh and um and the best of luck with, with everything and, and we'll talk to you again. Okay, thank you. Sure. <laughs> Charlie Zero calling from uh Hollywood Babylon, as he calls it, uh, here in Southern California, uh, reading his poem, opening up the show for us and uh, telling us about uh, his future projects as well. The number, ladies and gentlemen, for you to call in is area code six four six seven one six seven three. Six two. You can call in using the uh, click to talk button or the connect button as well on the page. Um, uh, uh, so, but do so and do so earlier rather than later. We often are a little slow at the beginning of the show, and and it's uh, it's uh, it gets uh, it gets tough towards the end because we um, try to squeeze everybody in calling in at the last minute. I want to have a good chance to talk to you. I want to give you the chance to really read your poem at a nice pace um, without having to rush through it and give you the chance to talk about the other stuff you have going on and get, get your website, etc. out there. So please call in uh, earlier, again, 646-716-7362. Our next caller is from the 857 area code. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right. Let me put my. Uh, I, I'm on my cell. Let me put my computer on mute so I don't get an echo, and I can hear you on the phone. How's that? That sounds good. What's your name? My name is C.C. Arshagra. C.C. Arshagra, and where are you from? Com- in your poetry group, I post your site there. Uh, your group on Facebook. 
Yes, I'm familiar with your name. Where Where are you calling from, CR? Uh, I'm I'm living in uh, New Britain, Connecticut, and my radio show that I share on your page is from Middletown, Connecticut. Cool. So you do, you do a, a poetry? I artist on the radio thing where I, I like to feature and play around with poetry and words and ideas and concepts and kind of an artist on the radio rather than a DJ. But, yeah, I write a lot. So uh, I, I saw this and I just happened upon it and dialed and here I am. Fantastic. Well, I want to I hear more about your show, but let's. Uh, do you have a poem to read first? Sure. Uh, I got lyrics. I got uh, poetry about poems. I got an experimental art piece. You want to pick one of those? Uh, you pick. All right, I'll go with the one that's in front of me. This is a, a poem that I wrote when I was in Germany um, dedicated to a, a little girl. Um, it's called Naomi. It could be a poem. It also re- reads the lyric. Uh, okay. Naomi laughs inside tears end while the ground moves on for the calm clouds dancing. Growing springs up from a garden while humor wears soft red open shoes. Naomi asks, Where does the soul live? The curtains move with the clear blue empty. The truth looks through some pane of glass as roots of trees drink up and blossom her mind. Naomi wakes the strength of nothing learns to fly by falling down true, learns the sacred secret of tears, hears the world say, honesty's the way. Her honesty reveals truths dying. Her soul grows endlessly on home. She loves unconscious dreams of healing. She can feel stars stir within her heartbeats. She breathes just like the speed of light slows down and shares the gratitude of everything. Naomi rides the falls of knowing grateful for all simple freedoms to grow and be what peace of mind is, where the touch of soul finds itself being here. Her honesty reveals truths dying. Her soul grows endlessly on home. Great job, CR. Enjoyed it. Nicely read as well. Oh, thanks. It's 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 got it's got some music to it. Uh, I I've never really recorded recorded it, but it's it's in my pile of lyrics. You know, it's nice so to have like, a pile. Go, go, go ahead. ahead. There's there's a delay in in, in between what I say and you say, so I'm I'm, try, I'm trying to 
get used to waiting a few seconds for the reply. So go ahead. Uh, yeah, I just was. I just said it's nice to have a pile of things, you know. Um, but oh. uh, it, tell tell me about your uh, tell me about your the show that you do. How often does it happen, and and how can people tune into if they're interested? Oh, thank you very much for asking. I appreciate the opportunity to share that. Uh, yes, uh, I um, I uh, volunteered about uh, two years ago. I joined the staff at uh, WESU. 88.1 in Middletown, Connecticut. It's a uh, college free-form radio station. That's one of the oldest college radio stations in the entire United States. I believe it's only the second college radio station ever to be on air, ever since 1939. And this is our 75th year. And so when you're a DJ there or uh, a staff member, uh, you go to these monthly meetings. And so in December... One of the guys that had been there for a while said, why don't we do something special for the 75th year? And I said, well, April's, they want to do a different theme every month. And I said, April is uh, poetry month. Why don't we do April for poetry? And they said, okay. And they assigned me the task of being the curator of uh, four 90-minute poetry shows, which just aired, and you can get it on the homepage of the website. So that's not my show. It's not a direct answer to your question, but I would like to share that because it is a special thing that I did, and I was honored to be uh, asked to do that. And you could hear quite a bit of uh, what I did. I was tasked with trying to create shows that were uh, under the theme of poetry, spoken word, and lyrically dense music, and and to please everybody. So uh, WESUFM.org, if you want to jot that down, or if you want to find me on Facebook, my last name spelled A-R-S-H-A-G-R-A, and then I got the radio show, too, which you pretty much find me under my pages. That's my profile page, and then I got all my pages. So, again, WESUFM.org, and uh, it's called 75 Years Of. It's the top post on the page, and, and episode two and three is right there. First time the uh, website has ever placed the player on the page. You don't have to go off-site to listen to something. Now... To answer your other question, my show is basically a weekly show. Uh, I'm an experimental artist. I just finished last night, number 92. Um, I'm coming up on my second year anniversary there, and it's called The I Do Not Know Show. The I Do Not Know Show. And again, my name's D.C. Arshagra, because uh, there's more than one I Do Not Know Show on Facebook, so you have to type it out. It's not I Don't Know, so don't do that. No conjecture there. Kind of like data and lore, if you have a Star Trek analogy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, the I Do Not Know show is uh, is where I experiment with. And lastly, I did a, I did a, I did a piece about the Internet and the 1%, uh, and, I, and I featured um, uh, Russell Means, the Native American uh, man who, who once sat down in 89 before Congress, and he recently passed away, and he's got some amazing stuff, and how we're all living on the reservation now. I get pretty political experimental and i do radio skits and uh and i'm looking for people to call in too it's it's live it's on the air it's a six thousand watt station and um it's a pretty cool deal so that is I cool appreciate, Can you... I appreciate, appreciate you letting me post your stuff on your site too so thank you for that no problem I mean, tell, is it something that people can listen to on the internet if they're not in the newton connecticut area 
Uh, yeah, it's it's middle town, as in the middle, middle of sorry. the night, in the middle of the weekend, on the middle of your forehead. Middle town, and it's w e s u f m dot org worldwide. There's a there's a archive button, and there's a listen live button, and yes, you could hear it anywhere in the world. Amazing. Well, CR, thank you so much for calling in and reading your poem and uh, and telling us all about that. And we do this show every month. I hope you call in again sometime. Uh, it was a wonderful fluke. I, uh, I'm honored to be on your show, and thank you very much. And uh, see you around. Keep in touch. Will do. All right. Thank you very uh, that was that was uh, uh, CR calling from uh, New Burton, Connecticut. Uh, first-time caller, but no stranger to radio, does his own show in Middleton, Connecticut. Forgive me for saying the name of the other place uh, uh, a second ago, and I hope he calls in again. The number for you to call in, ladies and gentlemen, is 646-716-7362. We've got um, half hour left in the show, plenty of time for you to get on the air and uh, and read your poem, and uh, like I have with the last couple of callers, um, talk about what's going on in your world, um, which is really one of my favorite parts about the show. I, I love, just as much as I love hearing a great new poetry from people everywhere, I love to find out what's going on in other cities. Uh, you know, it's it's cool because I know sometimes I travel to other places, and it's cool to know, like if I show up in, I don't know, let's say Middleton, Connecticut, you know, is there a reading there I can check out? Or if someone else is coming to to LA and they happen to be listening to the show and they heard me talking about the cobalt, you know, they might stop by and it's just, it's, it's cool to know what's going on uh, around the world in, in individual poetry scenes or communities and it helps, helps make it feel a little bit more uh, like it's sort of a global community that we're doing. So there you go. So call in, let us know what's up. 646-716-7362. Our next caller is Robbie Baby Dark Poet of Amor. Hi, Robbie. Hi there. Uh, I've called here once or twice before, uh, and I saw you were on today, so I thought I'd come in with uh, one poem here called Neurolinguistics. Uh, this is a poem for Shambay Seku. Uh, he's a poet out of Japan, and uh, I'll just post that in the chat there afterwards, and you can put it in your event page, because uh, he's got a kind of a different spelling for his name. Uh, so yeah, this is a poem for him, and it's called Neurolinguistics. A noun is usually regarded as a descriptor, and descriptors, they have power. For the very act of describing, of naming, it brings our thoughts into reality. A verb is usually regarded as a word of action, and our actions, they also hold much power. For all our action, they hold consequences that by us, are often unforeseen. Our language is full of verbose terminology, and we must remember to use our words wisely, to know when to speak out and when to remain silent. For that which is above did not give us the power of speech, that it would be wasted on this or mindless babble. We must become aware of the growing threat of a sinister brand of neurolinguistics, for there are those out there who would seek to program us into apathy, complacent to settle for an impoverishment of mind and of soul. We must seek out a new sort of neurolinguistics, a positive reinforcement of mental nourishment and spiritual fulfillment, a counter and defense against the forces that want us to worship the almighty dollar and nothing more. 
So be aware of every action resulting from your words. Be aware of thoughts of the self. And be mindful of every word you say. For if we are not, every single right we have could be taken away someday. And that is neurolinguistics for Shambhe Seku. And his first name I know is spelled uh, T-S-H-O-M-B-E. I'm just going to double check here for a sec. I think Seku is S-E-K-O-U. Uh, yeah, that's that's him, Shambhe Seku. So that so T H sorry sorry T S H O M B E is the first name. Then Seku S K O U, and he's at uh, shambhe.com. That's T A sorry T S H O M B E I S M S dot com. And he's a Japanese poet, you said. Uh, well, he's out of Japan. He's he's not. Uh, he's not Japanese himself, but he's out of Japan. And uh, he's um, also got uh, some stuff at uh, Bandcamp, I believe. So you can go there and check him out. How did you come across him, and what's what's your uh, what's your attraction to him? What do you like about him? Uh, well, uh, I'm actually like a, a veteran of, of blog talk radio, and so I've, I come across a lot of poets. I've, I've steadily recited at Block Talk for probably well since 2008 now so I'm pretty much a I'm pretty much a veteran <laughs> and in terms of Shambe what uh my attraction to his poetry is that it's very conscious and it's conscious in a way that it's not overwhelming there is a room there is room for the more aggressive revolutionary sort of poetry that the kind that's kind of yelling at you more to wake up but yeah. for myself for myself people of my personality type in that I prefer uh conscious poetry that's that's it's not yelling at you but it's it's just laying out the facts and it's making you think and I find sometimes uh in this world uh, we we get yelled at so many times for with messages of different kinds that Sometimes what happens is that the, the messages that are worth hearing, they get drowned out or we, or we shut those off too because we're kind of tired of everybody more aggressively saying uh, what it is that they think we should be paying attention to. So I think it's important that there be a corner for this kind of poetry that, that he does that you know says what's going on but does it in a way that is uh, more set, more uh, easily received by people when they're not in the mood to have that more uh, aggressive style uh, directed at them. That's so cool. It's it's very generous of you to to call into a show uh, and and you know which is an open mic and to use your time to really highlight another artist uh, besides yourself. So uh, props to you for doing so. Where where are you calling from, Robbie? Oh, I'm calling from Ontario in Canada. Oh, okay. Yes. Um we've we've talked before, no? Yeah, yeah, a couple of times. You'll forgive me. I'm in my old age. I'm I don't remember all the details always, but uh, your name did uh, uh did uh I did rem- uh, recognize your name. So it's and I remember the connection with Ontario. Uh mm-hmm. I think we spoke about back then as well. So very cool to hear you uh, calling in. Do you have a website or anything that uh, people can check out if they're more interested in your work? 
Uh, well, actually, I do have a website now. It's Robbie Baby Dark Poet, all one word, uh, lowercase dot wix dot com. That's w i x dot com forward slash poetry. And I'm working on a couple of things. I'm working on a book, and I'm also going to work on a website for my business because uh, it's just taking off now. But uh, I have it's called Robbie uh, Robbie's Multimedia Poetry. So uh, once that gets going off the ground more, I'm going to be doing things with poetry. Uh, like I'm going to have the books out there, and but other things too, such as CDs. I want to do uh, meditation tracks, and I want to do other unique things in the more multimedia venue. That's why I'm calling it that. Like I want to offer a service where I I can do I can write in calligraphy. So I would like I would like to be able to offer that service where I'll write your poem in calligraphy, you know, for a personal charge, that sort of thing. So. So it's a so it's going to be a poetry centric business basically. Yeah, yeah, but it's going to as I say, like I'm calling it multimedia because it's going to be more it's going to be more than just poetry via via books and uh, and, and like spoken word CDs. It's going to be other things go in there. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, well, uh, Robbie, I, I'm sure I asked you this last time, but is there are there any local venues where you live in Ontario? Uh, well, Ontario province, really. You probably live in a, in a more specific area, I would imagine. Is there any any live events or anything that, that in your specific area that that people can check out that you can highlight for us? Uh, well, there's uh, it's kind of it kind of goes on and off. There's uh, one at our local university here that's on Wednesday nights. Uh, that tends to be seasonal because it's uh, because it's at the university, so the students are, get busier at times. Uh, there's a new one that opened up in a studio here, an artist studio called uh, Creative, the Creative Commons, and so they have they have an open mic the first Monday of the first Monday of every month. And uh, yeah, there's been some other open mics that have popped up and kind of gone, you know, in and out. So that it's kind of a it's more in flux here. It's not it's not as steady as some places, but like you know, the open mics do come in. Can you narrow down where you are in Ontario? Uh, I'm in Thunder Bay. Thunder Bay. Okay. Yep. Cool. Well, yeah, that's sort of the nature of the of the open mic. They, they you know they they successful or not, you know, depending on on the you know the stamina of the people organizing it, and sometimes venues close if it's at a coffee house or something of that nature. So I, you know, there's a long list of open mics I can point to here in Southern California that don't exist anymore um, from, you know, that were that were mainstays during their time. Um, but that's just sort of the nature of the beast, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It, like, it uh, just gets affected by how the area in general goes. Like, if the, the, the area becomes more popular or if the coffee house, if the coffee house changes its format itself, it might become more or less popular and and that's a lot of factors. Sure. All right. Well, Robbie, thank you so much for calling in and uh, and, uh, and and telling us about um, uh, uh, Chombe Seku, the poet. Hmm? Chombe Seku, the poet. Um, I see you posted the links in the chat room, so anyone who's listening can just click on the chat room or, or view the chat room really on the on the page, and you can see those links. As well as to your website, and uh, and I hope you call in again. Uh, I will. 
for sure. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Robbie. You bet. That was uh, Robbie from uh, Ontario, uh, Canada, uh, more specifically Thunder Bay. Um, so there you go, calling in, uh, sharing sharing the work of another. But so cool. You know, it happens sometimes at, at uh, open mics here in Southern California. You know, a lot of times... And rightfully so, we use it as an opportunity to, to share our own work, and we're excited about it. Um, you know, uh, but in particular, if it's something you you participate in every week, um, if you use that time sometimes at an open mic, or even if you're giving a featured reading, if you highlight the work of someone else, um, it's such a generous thing to do, um, and it helps expose people who are listening to you <laughs> to. Um, you know, to to that poet who they might not have ever ever heard of. I mean, I've never heard of um, Chambe Sekou, uh, the poet, and and now I've I've heard of him because Robbie uh, uh, made a point of letting us know who he was. So you know, think about that the next time you're doing an open mic or if you're giving a full featured set. I you know, it's it's not an uncommon practice if you are the featured reader uh, to open up with the poem of someone else. And not only does it expose us to that other poet, but it, uh, you know, in a way, it gives us a little kind of insight to you. Someone else's poem is kind of the epigraph of the context by which we hear the rest of your poetry. And it lets us know more about you, not just through your own work, but who has been influencing you. So thank you very much, Robbie, for um, for doing that, for showing the work of, uh, of, uh, of, of uh, Shambe Seku, the poet, who is not Japanese, but he is out of Japan, which I think means he's in Japan. And he's broadcasting his work out of Japan. Broadcasting might not, but I'm getting confused uh, here. I'm going to have some some mathematicians map this out for me. But anyway, the number to call in is area code six four six seven one six seven three six two. We've got about fifteen minutes or so left in the show, and open lines. Plenty of opportunity for you to call in. Area code six four six seven one six seven three six two. Or if you've got a good mic and internet connection, you can just click the connect button right on the web page, and the sound's actually a little better. Sounds like uh, Robbie was calling in using a, um, a mic or directly from his computer mic rather than on the phone. But uh, don't feel bad if you've only got a phone. Um, I don't mean to say that you sound bad if that's the way you call in. Um, I'm just saying here's another way that you could do it if you feel like it. Makes sense? Okay. Again, 646 Seven three six two. Our next caller is a. Uh, ooh, our next caller is a um, blocked number. Hello, blocked number. Hello, Rick. Michael and Hello. Hey, Michael. How Good are to you? Talk to you. Likewise. How's life okay? in Birmingham? Yes, I can. Uh, what's that? Yes, I can hear you okay. Okay. Uh, well, it's been raining. The storms are supposed to be coming this way later. Um, um, congratulations on all the hard work I'm putting together, the uh, 16th issue. Thanks. Thanks for uh, thanks for sending a poem in. I, I, I should mention for anyone listening, Michael uh, from Birmingham, Alabama, who I'm speaking with on the phone even now, um, is one of the 48 poets who's included in the special Holocaust Remembrance Day issue, which is live now on the Poetry Superhighway. So thank you very much for participating, Michael. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed the whole process of writing that this time of the year. And I think maybe the poem will speak about that if it can go online. Uh, on the 
the link, it'll say the 16th numerically, but when it's spelled out, I notice it says the, it's the 15th. You might want to take a look at that, okay? I'm not sure what you're referring to, but I prefer not to do any editing of the website on the radio show, if you don't mind. So maybe you can email oh, me about okay. that separately. That was asking for your benefit. It didn't regard to my point. It's in regard to the header. You know, I thought I'd bring it to your attention. Okay, maybe I'll email you and take a look at it later. I'll read, I'll read something short. I enjoyed your Superman poem last night. So I pulled up something that's real short. It's an image that redefines a concept, writer's block. It redefines it. Uh, with an image as opposed to Dino dictionary uh, definition. And um, it re- listening to you perform as your um, super perform, I thought, what well, that would be appropriate. It's short, and you can move on to the next caller. Uh, writer's block, ink, like kryptonite. Writer's block, ink, like kryptonite. Have a good week, a good month. When is the next reading? It's actually going to be it's actually going to be May uh, May twenty fifth. Um, May twenty fifth. Yeah. Do you, Do you want to? Uh, would you be interested? We haven't had anyone calling in uh, from who who's had uh, uh, who who participated in the in the Yoma Show issue since it starts tonight. And you know, Hi. would you would you be interested in in reading your poem from that show? It's breaking up on me. Uh, could you repeat that, please? Um, yeah, I was just uh, I was just uh, saying we haven't had anyone um, from this year's Yom HaShoah issue call in to read, and since I happen to have you on the line, I was wondering if you'd be interested in reading your uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day poem. What I would, I appreciate you asking me. I had no idea, and it's because I had no idea that I don't have it in front of me, and it's lengthy, of course. Uh, um, I could say a few words about it, maybe? Sure, go ahead. Uh, I was really drawn to it because it's like, where has this picture been on my life? Uh, it's a white crucifix. I thought that was very interesting, especially when I think of um, crucifixion. I think of, uh, well, i just been looking at Delacroix's crucifixion. It's very dark and stormy and dramatic, but, uh, but it's it even... So if you were to compare Delacroix's with um, the Chagall, and and Chagall, of course, is he's Nick. That's why I come up with the word syncretic. Syncretic synchronicity is syncretic. The uh, the conjunction of opposites, the uh, collaboration of opposites. So that's a harmonizing, and you know, and if Christ was the savior of the whole world, it would be everybody, every man, every one. Sure. Um, Easter, so, and, and, Easter, the, go ahead. I, and I was just going to say, and it's it's an ekphrastic poem as as well. Oh yeah, that uh, I actually didn't realize. I mean, of course, I knew it was. I thought about remembering the word ekphrastic. I thought, well, you know, since you just recently did the anthology almost a year ago, and yeah, this poem was prompted by a painting, so it would be considered ekphrastic. And uh, also, this uh, an ekphrastic poem prompted by a political artwork because uh, Chagall did have a political uh, agenda, of course. And, um, but I like the way he brought in the political agenda with Christianity that caused uh, the syncretic synchronicity. You know, those are harmony words. Those are uh, people getting along together, you know, 
peaceful talk. And I hope the poem conveys that. That's my. I intention. think it does. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a it was a unique uh, a unique piece for this particular issue. So I was I was uh, grateful that you sent it in, and I think it really um, adds a unique voice uh, to. Uh, um, to you know, the, it's it's it has its place in in what we published, and so it's it's very cool to to have it in there. Well, thank you. I'm glad that it has found a good home, a home where it's really appreciated and needed. That's very important. I enjoyed the process of working on it. I put a lot of time into it. Um, I've got some spinoffs that have come from it. A small spinoff. I don't have them in front of me either, but that's just kind of like bonus, so to speak. And. Um, but uh, it's online and people can read, uh, you know, for them to read it. Uh, um, and um, you said the 22nd of May is the next one? Uh, the 25th, actually. 25th, okay. Okay. That sounds May, Mother's Day, May 25th. <laughs> yes, it's, okay. I, I hope it's it's not on Mother's Day, but it's... Uh, it no, is, it's not uh, on Mother's Day, but May is Mother's Day, and, you know, maybe perhaps I'll read something to that theme or... Maybe I'll read an excerpt from the um, from the um, the Chagall White Crucifix poem. Easter, the sun rises like a white flag, indivisible, upon the same existence with the same sun. That's, I'm trying to recall from memory that that's the very opening of it. Easter sunrise, all sunrises follow the Easter sunrise. The Easter sunrise shepherds all sunsets home. Cool. Well, uh, Michael, thank you so right. much for uh, for sharing that and and for being a regular caller, etc. So it's uh, it's always good to hear your voice. Okay then. And you have All a right, great so week. And I'll talk. All right. Cool. Thank you, Michael. That was Michael from Birmingham, Alabama. Um, yeah, you've got a month to decide what you're going to read next month. Uh, well, twenty five days, twenty eight days. I don't know. It's the twenty fifth then, and it's the twenty seventh today. You do the math again. It's my policy to not do math on Poetry Superhighway Live. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, about 10 minutes left. Um, open lines if you want to call in. The, area, the number is 646-716-7362. I'm sure I can get a couple more poems in um, if you want to If you want to call in. Uh, now is a great time to call. Area code 646-716-7362. Um, just want to go over again a couple of things that we have going on on, on Poetry Superhighway. So I mentioned at the beginning of the show it is – um, we are in the waning days of National Poetry Month, and I hope that uh, I hope I, I, well, I certainly hope that you focus on poetry all year long. But that that this month was uh, particularly special for you in poetry, whether you're participating in National Poetry Writing Month, writing a poem every single day. It's very cool being on Facebook these days and seeing so many people posting, uh, you know, their their daily uh, poems. I mean, it's it's tough, you know. Uh, trying to write a poem ever, let alone uh, making a commitment to writing days. So um, huge kudos to all of you who are participating in National Poetry Writing Month and, and getting one out every month and sorry, every day. And it's very cool to see what they are. So what we've done uh, is, uh, and, and this is our second year doing this, is we are publishing a poetry writing prompt. Maybe you're just kind of stuck and you don't know what to what to write um, and that's and the whole idea behind 
give you uh, an idea, some direction, um, or even if you have an idea, just to give you, you know, a new challenge or something, something to do. Um, and so every single day of this month, we um, have been uh, posting a, uh, <coughs> a poetry writing prompt, um, and uh, and uh, not only to our website but to the uh, Facebook page, and we've invited uh, you to. Uh, a write read these prompts and and if you find one so inspiring you can write a poem to it, uh, but then further uh, to post a post your poem that you have written in the Poetry Superhighway uh, Facebook group as a comment to that prompt. So what's cool about that is a you have written a prompt and b you um, uh, can share that prompt with the entire Poetry Superhighway world. Um, right under that prompt. And so there's been some really interesting um, responses, and I'm sure is that the people who've written the prompts are really find it gratifying to see that, that people have read them and, 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 and are writing to them, etc. So please consider doing that. Of course, the Poetry Superhighway Facebook group is open for you to publish, not publish, but to uh, post um, poems that you write um, at any time or uh, poetry announcements. Um, we just uh, ask, keep this in mind, this is really important, we ask that people just post one one thing per day, uh, maximum, uh, because you know we all get notifications uh, in email, etc. Every time something is posted, and and um, it can be overwhelming if an individual starts posting more than once during a 24-hour period. So that's really our only guideline, besides that it's something poetry-related, that you only post a maximum of once per day. So that's all happening in the Poetry Superhighway Facebook group and online. We've got what three days left, three four days left in this month. Uh, we post a, um, the prompt um, every day. Um, at night, um, uh, around midnight or so Pacific time. So you can, if you're up then, you can see it then or you can see it in the morning, um, etc. So you should check it out. Uh, and, and if you miss any of them or if you want writing prompts all year long, if you go to the Poetry Superhighway website, in the main menu under Special Projects, you'll see the, the third item down is a poetry writing prompt today. And that has a little sub-menu that says Poetry Writing Prompts 2014 where you can see all of them listed. And it also has one that says Poetry Writing Prompts 2013. So you can see all of them from last year, and those will be online forever. So there you go. All right, um, our next caller is from the 614 area code. Hello. Rick, what's happening? Vincent Ivory from Dupanio's Live. What's happening, man? <laughs> How's it going, Vincent? Good. Uh, Life's good here. How's life with you in in, uh, in Westerville, Ohio? Excellent. No complaints whatsoever, sir. No cool. complaints. <laughs> yep, I got a different one for you this week. So no, I'm on the phone. I apologize. Uh, That's okay. A different one. So my me and my wife went to uh, Amish country uh, last weekend. So actually started writing a book out of that. So I'm going to read something from uh, what I wrote. Uh, from uh, one of the first uh, few poems from uh, Amish country. Cool. All right. So, this uh, what is called, It's Not Slow to Me. And it says that the bearded man wakes early, cleaning up, praying, and heads to the barn. His wife rises early with a similar routine, but instead of the barn, grabs her basket of yarn. The snort of strong horses ready to go. The bearded man grabs the harnesses, horses raring to go. He packs the buggy with his goods for the midday show. He inspects 
Each hoof carefully and with detail. Finds one with a defect, a bad horseshoe nail. Fixes the area and gives the horse breakfast, a fine hay bale, after which they both prepare to set sail. As they pull onto the street, past and present now blend. Horse and buggy meet plastic and steel in the sun of wind. The automobile does 45, the horse and buggy about 10. The young boy in the car lets out a sarcastic grin. Why in the world would anyone want to go that slow? With a buggy and a slow horse, how far could you go? They have no AC and no screens to watch their favorite show. These are the questions the young boy thinks and now wants to know. The bearded man receives his mental email and then hits reply. Perhaps I cannot watch the show, but I can see the sky. And my AC is the wind as it breezes by. And I can go as far as needed because my horse is spry. So you see, young man, everything's not how it seems to be. It may seem I'm at a disadvantage, but I'm full of glee. So you cannot judge everything simply by what you see. And my speed may not be fast to you, but it's not slow to me. Very cool. So you're, I, I've only got a couple minutes left here, but so really quickly, you're, you're working on a new book, which is which is going to be themed how? Letters. It's going to be themed uh, letters to Amish, uh, letters from the Amish country. <laughs> well, that's that's a that's a departure. But I, I guess your other two books that you know are also departures from each other. So why not? That's that's very cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I don't get pigeonholed. So uh, it was a great experience out there, though. Just uh, everything just just taught me to slow down. So. It, uh, where it's, now uh, you're you're in Ohio. Where where in uh, where for you is Amish country? Where 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 is that? Uh, Berlin, Berlin, Ohio. Yeah, went to uh, <laughs> okay. Berlin, Ohio, up by Millersburg. So a lot of a lot of Amish out there. A lot of good food, uh, and uh, have had some great experiences. So wrote about because we were just out there a couple of days. Wrote about five or six poems starting off. So probably got another twenty-five or so, or twenty-six to go. Normally do about thirty-one to thirty-eight per book. So that's so cool. I mean, I'm I'm all into themed books. I mean, almost every one of my books is a travel book that I wrote in a particular location. The, the last one, nothing in New England is new, was all written on a trip to New England cities. I mean, all the ones previous to that are written and on location. My next book is is called. The Gettysburg Undress, which I feel is a title that you would like in particular, uh, which is all yeah, exactly. Written, you know, which I, I wrote, you know, starting in Gettysburg and then through Washington D.C. and Richmond, Virginia, and Baltimore and Civil War cities and things like that. So, so um, I, you're, you've got a kinship in in, in themed books with me, uh, Vincent. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, I realize locations give you experiences, and experiences give inspiration for writing. So. Because it was very easy, you know. I just went out to a place and looked over a hill. You could just see so much versus the city. I wrote another one. I'll try that one for the next one called "The City Is Ugly," and uh, <laughs> it's a pretty interesting observation there. But uh, I know we only got a minute or so left, Rick. But uh, yeah, I appreciate what I got you're about doing. Three, I got about thirty seconds actually, so I'm going to let you go. But thanks so much for calling in, Vincent. Um, no problem, and uh, talk to you again soon. That was uh, Vincent yep. from Westerville, Ohio, uh, author of Do Pantyhose Lie, 
dot com and uh, and and other cool books and uh, and can't wait to hear his his new one come out as well. Um, well, thanks so much everyone for calling in. Our next show is going to be Sunday, May twenty fifth at two p.m. Pacific time. Do call in um, and uh, check out National Poetry Writing Month. Uh, prompt today we're posting online as well as our current uh, special Yom Hashoah Holocaust Remembrance Day issue online right now. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. Poetrysuperhighway.com. dot com.